Hey, DG sisters, welcome back to yet another show of conversations and discussions and all things about healing our soul fracture and really creating an amazing life and becoming our own soulmate first, really learning perhaps for the first time in our lives how to truly love ourselves first. And today we have a very special guest. Julie Noye is here. <laughs> One of my star students from the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond program. And Julie and I have so much to chat about. So I can't wait to begin the conversation. But Julie, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself, who you are, you know, kind of what brought you to DG, where you are now, and then we'll go, go ahead and sure. continue the convo. Great. Hello, everyone. Um, Julie Noyer. I uh, live in the Midwest and I, uh, oh boy, I say that uh, uh, a lot, but <laughs> so I was married for about, well, for 30 years. I've been divorced for about two. Um, I was an accountant for most of my career. I just retired from that. Yes, you're now a recovering accountant. <laughs> recovering is so true. I also was a fitness instructor for about 15 years and that was my fun, like love that job. Yes. Um, I'm really a people person. I like to be active, run, hike, uh, travel, love to decorate, love to read, love yeah. to just all kinds of stuff. Um, and I thought I had my, you know, divorce situation kind of under control because I'm the one who wanted the divorce. And so, um, I realized not too long ago, I've been in DG now about six weeks or so. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's been great. So probably shortly before that, I kind of had yeah. this like, Ooh, major like breakdown thing. Like I just sat around one weekend, just like nothing and realized, I mean, like in real depression and I'm like, okay, I can't do this. Can't do this. Yep. And have to do something different. I do not have this under control because I like to have things under control. Um, so I can appreciate that. Don't, yeah. don't us women love that. We like to have all our ducks in a row and you know, it's, it's easy on the business side on the personal side, not so much. Right. 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 Very in control accountant here. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. so anyways, and I was just scrolling my Facebook one day and, um, here popped up Donna on my feed and, and I, for whatever reason I listened because I, as I've told you Donna before, I, I'm pretty black and white in a lot of areas. And, yeah. it, and that was kind of, has been for my whole life sort of like, Oh, right. I don't do that. I'm not going to choose to be happy and do this and you're fine. And I, I was always like, yeah, no, not me. Just not me. So I was ready, I guess, because I listened. And then I booked a vast, um, uh, the breakthrough class. And yeah. The yeah. Call with you. Oh, the right. You watched the masterclass first. <laughs> just yes. Yep. Yes. And then you booked a breakthrough call. And I remember my call with you very specifically. I remember your call. And that was exactly everything that you just said is exactly what we spoke about on the call, right? Is yep. you realized, wait a minute. I thought, excuse my, I'm going to say it just if, if you have little ones, shut their ears, but I thought I had my shit together, but I don't. Right. And right. when you, when you look at it, it's so frustrating because you are smart, you are intelligent, you have, you have skills. I mean, there's so much and you could, and the, again, on the work and the professional in the home, we've got that. But when it comes to healing our heart, when it comes to really clearing out that trauma and the pain that's the part that we're struggling with. And now that you've been in the program for six weeks, I think that we think we have trauma to heal, but I don't know if we really know until we're in it and we're healing it, just how much we have to heal. Right. Cause it's, right. it goes, we just don't know what we don't know. So what, what would you say about that? Like in, in, in your journey of learning about yourself and uncovering these different layers and what I would say you, you experienced what I experienced, Julie. And I think I just want to give this out there just for all of our sisters is there's a moment of, of, of pure joy because we're like, okay, I'm going to solve this problem. I've got it. I'm going to do it. Right. And then there comes a moment of pure, I don't know if I want to use the word despair or fear when you start going up against these patterns and, mm -hmm. and you get, you get scared. And then it's kind of like, well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe let me just, I don't know. Maybe this isn't for me. Right. We, Cause that's what we do as humans. It's like, okay. But then, but then, you know how we always say at DG, we're, we're going to go to fact, not feeling. Yeah. Right. We allow the feelings. And when we work through that, we realize that our biggest breakdown really is the corridor to the biggest breakthrough. Yeah. And I have witnessed you 
Yeah. Week after week, (laughs) uncovering and breakthrough. So what would you say about that in your journey? Like that, that feeling? It's, it's really actually like an amazing feeling for me because I have, I am a, um, I'm a people person and a, and like a talker and, and, and I do show my emotions kind of on my sleeve, but typically they're, uh, angry emotions that I show. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Yes. Because if I, if in the past, this is like something I've realized through this, through Mm -hmm. this, yeah, is that, um, I have at any kind of like, um, I don't know, like emotion that shows that, that I need help or that something that to me was always a weak signal. I was, yes. that was, yes. I yep. can't do that. So then though, how do I deal with that? Right. Cause I still have the feeling. So then in the past I would always like, I would lash out because that's the only way I knew how to deal with it. Yes. Um, okay. So this is interesting. And if anyone's listening to this t- self self identified with yourself and just ask yourself, am I because it's an emotion, it's it's a masked emotion, right? Mm-hmm. The anger isn't necessarily anger right. per se. Mm-hmm. It's really the frustration, the guilt, the shame, all of this of, of not being able to solve, right? What it is that we're we're solving. But the truth of the matter is you're not supposed to know how to solve it. Right. Like if you break a if you break a bone, who do you go to? You go to a you go to a surgeon or you go to a doctor, you go to the hospital because their specialty is to help you set the bone. Right. Right. But as 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 women, and especially as women who have learned to um what I would say operate more in our masculinity, right? More in the like just get shit done, let's do this, let's control, let's go, let's go, let's go. Right? Boom, 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 right? Like have it is that it's almost like we don't have time for the softness because we know if like one apple falls off the cart that, oh my gosh, it's, and then we bring all of these judgments of what that means, which, and and honestly, it means none of it is true. Right. Right. None of it is true because the truth is strong women don't necessarily know all the answers. They know number one, who to ask how to find them or who would hire the right person, right? If you look at male counterparts in the workplace, mm-hmm. right? And you look at how CEOs and male counterparts who are running organizations and companies and businesses and successful, they have a team of people around them. Right. Right. A team. Mm-hmm. They're not doing the work they're leading. And now this is our opportunity where you, we don't have to do the work anymore or try to figure it out. We actually get to lead now. And step in that space. So, how did it feel when you finally made that decision to say, "I'm doing this. I'm doing the work." Um, it actually felt kind of freeing. Yeah, I could figure out how to how to um, how to move into what I wanted, and 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 you know, all these years that that I thought, well, I want something different, obviously, and that then I I got a divorce. You know, I didn't know really what what was that. Right. Yes. I, I wanted something different. Yep. This was so freeing to be like, okay, I can move into figuring that out and feel good. Hopefully that would be my, you know, about me, about my decision, get past the regret, get past the feeling of, um, yeah, just that. I mean, right. Did I make the right decision? Is this the right thing for me? Right. All of that. What I would, I just call that stinking thinking. Yeah. Right. Because again, there's, you know what DG, when we say that a challenge we could handle, we're just not open to suffering. And so stinking thinking comes in when, and, and, and I guess there's a difference between accountability and responsibility and suffering, right? Accountability and responsibility will look at something and say, okay, I made this decision. I'm moving forward this way. Here's the reason why I made this decision. All, all, of, all of the data why I made this decision supports why I make the decision. And it may not feel good. I may feel uncertain. I may be in unknown territory, but I'm going to stay the path. And I'm going to hire the right people. I'm going to be in the right community to, to keep me sort of, you know, on that path versus suffering. Suffering is you rethink yourself a million times. You look at what, you know, could have been, what could have been in the past, what could have been in the future. And did I make the right decision? And, da, 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 and it becomes this hamster wheel. Yep. And that's what I was on. Really, mm-hmm. literally, since I got divorced, I was yep. on wheel because I kept rethinking I kept going holy smokes why did I do this oh if I only would have done this well maybe if I do this now 
blah, 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 just on and on. And I was, I was like driving myself nuts and I was um, feeling horrible, you know, about me. I was going away from all my friends. I, and, and now I'm like, okay, I just have to, I made this decision. Here's why. Yep. Let's, let's move forward with it because that's what I have to, I have to do. Plus it's a, I get to do. And, and, and and it is a get to do. And Julie, I think you are speaking, you you and I are very similar this way, because I don't know if everybody, whoever doesn't know, but I was also an accountant, recovered accountant early on, I started my career as an accountant. So I get you like, I think we're soul sisters that way we get each other there. But I think what you're speaking to so many women who are wondering, like, what did I do wrong? Why wasn't I enough? And these are what I would call the secret thoughts, right? Because on the outside, these women are going to work. They're showing up in their jobs. They're doing a damn good job of what they're supposed to do. They got good family. They got good friends. The inside is the turmoil because this is what I would call, again, those that hidden language, or these are the thoughts that they're not sharing with anybody else right? Like, what did I do wrong? Why wasn't I enough? And it really has nothing to do with you per se, right? I mean, it does. I mean, two people, yes, need to be in a relationship, but the demise of the relationship isn't just one person's responsibility. There's, there's reasons why that relationship was there. And then, and then we have a choice. One, do we stay there and continue to suffer Or do we take accountability and responsibility in a sense and say, this is not where I want to be. This feeling sucks. This is not good. I do not like this. Mm -hmm. However, it's time. I got to draw the line in the sand and it's time for me to draw my future. Because inside you, Julie, look, and I saw you like this, this, if you look at a flower, right, this flower and you're blooming so beautifully, like you have this gorgeous creative side to you. You have, and remember we talked about that, about all these lovely things. And I know you do, you do some volunteering work, Mm -hmm. right? And you help package meals. And when we're in suffering, it's sort of like, we're not able to truly be present, I guess is the right word. And when we are really on the other side and working towards ourself, this Julie is starting to come out. So yeah. as I see Julie coming out, you're dancing, right? Remember what, do you want to tell the story about the little, that little child who wanted to share yeah. that story? Cause I think it's so important. Cause this is like, this is the true you coming out now. It, it is, which I need to, which I kind of buried for a while. And yep. so I love to dance. I absolutely love to dance. And I do this food volunteer, um, especially that kind of took off during COVID, you know, and now I still yep. people need a lot. So, um, packaging foods for food for families that come in and um, it's not like a food shelf program, but anyway, so I do that. And the families do it. It's like a drive-through thing. They drive through to different stations to pick up their food. And I'm kind of at one of the beginning stations and I just love to dance. So I'm dancing all the time and I'm yelling at people, put their radio on and we're just saying, you know, and I'm just, people are laughing at me, but I don't care. I mean, they're having fun. (laughs) Right. They're having fun. They're not laughing at you. They're, this is the true saying. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you because you are, you're bringing your energy being in that state is bringing these people joy. You're joyful. So you're able to share joy. I know. And people tell me that, which is so cool. And so then I have this little family, this family that would come through all the time and they had, yeah, there's three little kids and they are so funny because they would like clamor over the seats in their little van and be like, there's the dancing lady here. And, and one week or two weeks, I was on vacation. I was gone. And I came back and one of the other ladies said, Oh, I have to find this, this, the little boy from that. Fa-. He's like oh. the dancing lady here. And when she, you weren't here, he gave us something for you. He drew me a picture of me like, oh. dancing. I'm like, I mean, can you take it? I can't take it. I can't. That's so cute. I mean, so that that's it, right? Everybody, I don't know if you just see Julie's physiological state of being because that's what life is, right? You, uh, I think it was um, Gary Vanderchuk. I don't know if you've ever seen him or heard of him, but this guy, he's, his name is Gary V. And he, he's, he does a lot of um, what I would call motivational speaking. He has a very interesting style. He drops a lot of F-bombs and curses a lot, which is okay. That's his style, totally his thing. But basically he said the other day, he goes, 7 billion people in this world have it wrong. And he said, the purpose of life isn't to make a billion dollars. The purpose of life is to wake up happy and to wake yeah. up with joy. Yeah. 
and to give the gift because money is going to everything that we need, the money, the friends, the, the, the resources that will be a byproduct of the internal joy that we're cultivating that will, that, that magnetizes and it will come to us. And what divorce does, whether you want, you were the one who decided, or you weren't the one who decided it, it robs you of the joy. Yeah. And you're not present. And you're so, and so what I think that what is so lovely about this, Julie, is that what could have been a very difficult time for a family that is in need. And these children could have viewed this as a very difficult and horrible thing. You have made it fun for them. You have put a blueprint in their subconscious that they will look upon these times with grace and with fun, right? Versus embarrassment or shame or like, I can't believe we're in this state. That's not it. You right. know, your ability, and this is why I say this work that we do with DG, yes, we want to heal our heart. Yes, we want to live in true abundance. Yes, we want to have peace. Of course, without a doubt, that's why you're here. But truly, this life and this work isn't about us. Yeah, no, I mean, it's about, it because it becomes about us, but then it becomes about so many other people. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because we truly get to be, and I don't know if you heard, I did a quick Facebook Live yesterday. Um, I talked about being buried versus planted. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. We are planted. And yeah. yes, in the beginning, when you come to DG, it's, it's your time that you need to, you receive, right? You need to take from the community. We need to heal. And that's, and that's an appropriate thing. We want it. We want to heal. And then as we're healing and as our love frequency and our heart set is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger, we have these bursts that we want to share. Yeah. yeah. That's right? Beautiful. Yeah. Because when I first, my first couple of calls on DG, I was like, Hmm. <laughs> what, am I what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? What? And yeah. I kind of been that like I'm not sharing anything with these people. You know. Yes. I'm not. Yeah, no. I, yeah. no. Now it's like I'm like okay. What can I share today? I, now you what yes. Can I, what can I do? yes. I want to talk to people. I want to hear everything. I want to let them know my thing, and then I want to hear their stories. You know. It's yeah, because you realize like um, and and this is the, the this is the difference is there's the shift from I was buried to now I'm planted and I'm yeah. bursting through the soil and it's time for me to bloom. And and you see, Mary had said that the other day too. Mary, when she joined DG, she didn't say a word. She was very much a lurker. She's like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just gonna sit back, you right. know, to the point of wanting to share. And I think that's that's what makes this work. I think so incredibly. Um, rewarding and valuable is that we really bring ourselves back to our divine set point, mm -hmm. right? If you think about when we're born, we have a divine set point and then life happens. Yeah. And we move farther and farther along from that divine set point. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't realize just how far we've become until this a tragic event will happen like a divorce. Right. And then we realize, Whoa, like I'm, I'm not where I want to be. And then when we get back to our divine set point through this work, I don't know, to me, it feels like it's a coming home. It, it is. I, um, I think back in, and as I'm doing some of this work and sometimes reflecting, I do a lot of thinking when I'm driving in my car. And, um, I remember how I, maybe the language I should use how I used to be, but um, I had so much energy and so full of life. And, yep. and, and I realized that over the years, I kind of toned that down because I've always been worried about, even though I outwardly don't say this, really worried about like, well, what do people think about that? And what do people think about this? And I shouldn't do this. And I really need to make a lot of money. So I need to do this. And, you know, I'm kind of like, shut my, myself down because yes. I didn't yes a little too out there maybe for some people or something or too loud I don't know you know but now I'm like well okay like you said those are people that need to get off my bus then that's right they're not yes that's a, and we could love them there's no judgment but those are people that are going to be off the bus on our bus are people who could embrace when we're in that that high vibe state and we're dancing and we're singing and we're doing create we're doing creative stuff and they could also be with us when we're in you know that state where we're focused and we're mm -hmm. getting down to business because we've got to concentrate right there's there's two there's all varying degrees but the people on the bus are going to be the bus that appreciates that that celebrates that that's you know that's going to jump on when we're dancing and singing they're going to be like yeah let's go like rocket like they're ready to go with us yep. everybody else we could send them love, but they have their own journey. 
I think what was the Dr. Seuss quote that said, say what you mean and mean what you say, because the people who matter won't mind and the people that mind don't matter. Yeah. Well, I like that. That's so very true. Right. Cause I yep. am, very, I am very, um, like, this is my opinion. This is when I, I reached out, you know, you tell us to, to, um, uh, which is great to do the 50 amazing things, make a list. Yes. Of 50 things yes. Or more if you can. Yeah. It's very daunting for someone at first, especially someone who's feeling like, like I was feeling and many women were yeah. like, what? Yeah. I, I because guess what, mind. guess what you're looking at on it. And first of all, you're not even, you're not looking at yourself with, with value and self-worth, right? We're looking, we're looking from, a, from, from a lens. And I want to be very clear when I say this, it's a perspective, it's not a fact, but we're looking at a perspective of where, you know, of the shame, the guilt, mm -hmm. the fear. So to say, and we're also as women inherently conditioned to look at other people. And to tell them, hey, listen, you're doing a great job. You're, you know, you're great. You're doing this. But when it comes to ourselves, it's like, ooh. And like you said, we, we learn to overcompensate in the areas so we don't have to handle the emotional right. fallout, right? Right, right. right. So right. when you're doing the at least 50 reasons why, yeah, the first time you're doing it, it's kind of um, shocking. <laughs> it's kind of like, whoa. Yeah. It is. And sometimes it's hard to think like, what's really amazing, you know, like what, but and I, I did too, you suggested, and I did this to reach out to some close people or some family yeah. and, and see, you know, like, what do they think? Cause you may, you don't see things that other people see. That's right. So I laugh because one of my friends, <laughs> she's so funny. She's like, Julie, you have such a good sense of humor and this. And she said, and just everyone knows where they stand with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I you love know, I it. In a bad way. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious because it's absolutely true. Because And you know why? Because I hear, you know what I hear in that? I hear you're honest, you're integral, and you're going to be true to people, right? That's, that's, that, those are huge. Those are great values to have. Yeah. And I try. And I think, you know, yeah. look, I see that when you say that about me, I say, okay, that's true. Now there are some friends, maybe I'm like, because I'm, 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 I'm working through the, the forgiveness thing with some of my friends. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'm not quite as open with them, but you know, because I, and that's because there's pain there, you know, but. Yeah. And I think what, what is so nice about the work that we do in the sisterhood that we have is that there's a saying that I say, we don't want to throw our pearls to swines, right? That vulnerability and leaving yourself open for vulnerability, people have to really earn the right to hear your story, mm -hmm. right? Is that because when, when we, you can share it with someone and if it's not the right community, if it's not the right group, um, there's a, there's a, there's a high tendency that people may use that as a weapon against you mm -hmm. or may, because again, people, I don't think people are inherently waking up to say, how can I ruin someone's life? Or I'm going to say this one thing to knock this person down, right? People are inherently waking up because they really do want to see, they want to do good in the world, but they're limited in their mindset. They're broken in their areas of life. And they're not looking at your journey and what's good for you. They're going to look at what's good for them and then try to apply it to you. Right, right. And right. And you say that, yes, because just recently trying to work through some stuff with a particular friend that I, I need to get through some real pain that's yep. been there for years and years and years and years. At one of the calls recently, I don't, I don't, one of the other ladies was talking about something similar and, and she said, yep. I decided to try to look at it from, from this person's perspective. And I mean, that kind of blew me away because I've been to therapy, I've done other things. And here this in one of our DG calls, this woman, because it blew me away because exactly what you just said, I turned to look at her perspective. And I think some of the stuff was just, you know, that was, that was what she knew. That's all she knows. Right. And again, we, we're not going to fault her for it, mm -hmm. but that's all she knows. And she's also coming from a different colored lens. Yeah. Yeah, it was that so her intention, right? Her intention could be there, but it's not, again, broke people are going to try to, you know, kind of take broke people and lead them in the way of more brokenness, which is what we don't want. We're, right. we're not looking to be in that space anymore. We're really looking to be in a very different space. Yeah, it was just an amazing, like just a revelation for me. And after I thought about it a while, I was, it's so much easier to kind of let go of some of that anger. Right? Yeah. Right, because also let's go back to what you said earlier, right, about 
there were there was unfinished business with you internally, Julie, right? Before you came to DG. Lots. Mm -hmm. And the unfinished business on the inside was presenting as anger or frustration, short temperedness on the outside. Yep. But it wasn't that. It was really the unfinished business. As as you're cleaning up your emotional home Mm -hmm. and as you're healing from the trauma and again, for women who have who are the ones who decided that I want this divorce, right? Like you still have trauma. There's still trauma that's attached. It does not, no one gets away from this without it, right? Is and as you're clearing up that internal trauma and you have done the forgiveness work on yourself, now it's like it almost melts away in other people. Right? It it, it it's because you realize that. The anger is just melting away because the anger was never the true emotion. Right. It was the symptom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and I see that in, you know, I'm still working through that whole forgiveness. Sometimes. Yeah. And there may be modules where, you know, I find, especially with forgiveness, we focus on one particular area, right? And we're going to, we're going to pick it up and we're going to take those layers and we're going to work through it. And there may be something else later on that uncovers that will trigger another piece of forgiveness that we'll have to move through. But the gift is, is that we no longer have to be afraid of it. We no longer have to fear it. We no longer have to be in this mask of who we are and what we're doing is what we could just say is, wow, isn't that interesting? Right. Well, look what's, look what's come to visit because what we know, right. Is that these are, these are, these are messengers from our soul to say, Hey, listen, here's a little bit more piece of finished business that you quite haven't, (laughs) you still need to, I'm over here, right? Right. You still need to look at me, but the difference and tell me if you feel this way, Julie, or Mm -hmm. not, you remember how we always, we say the short and the refractory period. It was, we're not in the wobble for as long. And the difference is we're no longer reactive to it. Mm -hmm. We're responsive to it, right? right? So when that feeling comes up and says, hey, listen, we need to do a little work over here. It's not like, oh my God, I got to look at it. Oh my God, I got to like, all right, I'm doing this and I got to look at this and I got to look at that. And oh my God. And and then we go into overwhelm, right? And then we go into paralysis because we don't know what to do first. It's like, oh my God, like, where do I even start, right? Now, now it's like, okay, I see you. I know you're there. I'm going to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. when the time is right yeah. now it may be right right now for us to talk to do it or it may not be but i'm going to know and it's such a freeing way to live because we're not bleeding energy out reacting to external circumstances mm-hmm. we're we're saving the energy it's almost like we're little beacons of this radio tower right we're using solar powered energy now from spirit and from source right and we're just so we're just soaking it up and we're using this energy now to enjoy life and to be joyful with other people and to share the love that we've experienced and doesn't mean our world's butterflies and unicorns we still got shit we got to deal with by by far but it's just a different way that we're addressing it how does it feel to have that level of what I would say, again, it's it's a learning, right? There's still mm-hmm. stuff to learn. There's always stuff to cultivate. Oh, but just to feel. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I just feel like a different, somewhat of a different person. You are 100%. And so yeah. this is something, too, that I just want to stump the myth, or maybe not stump, bust the myth. <laughs> okay? Here's the myth. There's, there's many organizations out there that will tell you it takes half the time of your marriage to heal, right? So if you're married, so let's think about this. If you're married 20 years, so it's going to take you 10 years to heal, right? There's, there's plenty of people that will tell you, don't worry about it. Just get over it. Keep moving forward. But then what we do is we bury, we bury, we bury, you know, um, you know, the therapy and all of these things we'll try everything, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying therapy and, and other tools are bad tools. They're good tools. But in this particular area of our life, that they're not necessarily the best tool, right? Because it keeps us looking at the past. Right. But I want to bust the myth. And you could, you could share this with everybody because you're experiencing it, that it does not have to take 30 years. It does not have to be hard and arduous, right? There's also fun and adventure in here. And that right. we could shift and we could transform. And it doesn't mean that it's all solved and everything's again, perfect. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that it's all like where we want it to be. However, 
we really could get these transformational shifts and we really could be at a point of peace and we could really be at a point of clarity and a point of responsiveness and, and, and um, on our way from the reptilian brain, right? Going from surviving to actually living, being present and on our way to thriving. Right. Right. That is so true. So true. Cause I've been, I was surviving for the yeah, last, yeah, like, yeah. you know, two years or, or, or yeah. whatever. I mean, I was surviving. I was going through life. You looked, if you looked at my life, you'd be like, man, you got the bulls by the horn. You got this, you have this, you have that, you know, but then if yeah. I would ever express to some people, not everyone, like, you know, I'm having a hard time. I, I you know they'd be like, well, what are you talking about? You're the one who wanted this. Yeah. And also how about this? What are you talking about? You have money, you have a house, you have stuff. Right. Like you got everything that because, you know, people people um, uh, I would say, and again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I love nice things. I'm, I'm I'm a purveyor. I'd rather have one beautiful pocketbook that will last me a lifetime. Right. Than yeah. 20 ones that will I could I, I'm a quality person. I prefer quality over quantity yeah. by far. Yeah. And so, again, money isn't necessarily it's not that it's a bad thing, but money isn't what's going to go to bed with you at night, right. you know your heart is, your body is, your soul right. is. Right. 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 So now, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it, I'm not, I'm yeah. obviously I'm doing the things to survive, but I'm like, okay, now what do I want to do to really like make my life? So, so yeah, I did. I wanted to, I wanted the divorce, but, and so now let's go do those things or let's figure out exactly what those things were that I was looking for. And then, yep. you know, the how will figure itself out or, uh, you know, yep. a little bit of help from me, but um, it, it's just, and so now I'm kind of like in this breaking the, the whole like past 30 years of, you, uh, not that they're bad. Like I said, some no, is it, they're not, there's good. Listen, there's good things. I think in everybody's history, we could look back and we could say, this is what served me. This is what good, this is what I'm moving forward. And this is what doesn't serve me. This isn't what's good, but you've been in the program six weeks. And, and Julie, when I say you are literally a different person from the inside out, you're the same Julie, right? You've always been the same because your soul and your spirit and your oomph and your pep and your, your, your beauty and your heart has always been there for you. It's never been away. It's just been hidden. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's that's what brings so many women, if you ask me, that's what brings so many women distress is because they'll listen to their family and friends and be like, oh, you know what? I do have a nice home. I do have a good job. All right. I should that I should be okay with that. I should be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm asking, right? Like I, I should be grateful. Over and over, like I should be like, grateful for this. And granted, yeah, yeah right? Yeah, granted, I should be. We, I should be. Yeah. And you know what I say? Don't should on me. Uh, <laughs> like, right? I love, saying, I love that saying because I'm like, <laughs> you know, people because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It really is. Is because yes, there it, it, a part of us is grateful for for the job and for the finances and mm -hmm. for the things Absolutely. that we have, of course. And, and we're in the end principle and we also deserve to, to live and show up in life full out with us first, learning who we are as women, what makes us happy, where we want to be integrated into our heart and our soul, what we want to be doing in the world. Because when you have suppressed creative energy or you have suppressed what let's call it soul energy mm -hmm. and you're fighting against it by just saying, I should just be great. This is where the dissonance happens. And no one could hear that except for you. Right. No one's going to get into your heart and hear it except for you. This was where when I fully stepped into that part of my life is really where I feel that I it was life was good, but then it just expanded just that much deeper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking and, at it, it is. I can see it already. Some stuff. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to like, OK, I'm going to keep, you know, keep working. This program. And that's and you guys, do you see what Julie's doing here? Sister, like I, guys, sisters, <laughs> all of our DG sisters is yep. Julie went from looking at tomorrow as in mm, not not too much, not too great things to looking at to I can't wait to wake up today. Like, I can't wait to see what the future is going to be like. And. That is now remember, this is almost like ironic, right? <laughs> because trying to hold on to the power made us miserable. When we give up the power is where our happiness is. 
Oh, yes. And I was trying to hold on to the power of, I got everything. I can we all do. control everything. I know. I've got to do it. I've got to control it. I'm responsible for everybody's. Who else is listening to this right now that could understand and do this, right? With Julie, like, I'm responsible for other people. I've got to make people oh. happy. I've, I'd rather someone else be happy. It makes me happy when someone else is happy, right? All These are all the things that we say. Mm -hmm. And there's parts of that that is true. I love to give a gift. And I also love to receive a gift now. I've learned how to receive. I've learned that I'm worthy, that I'm, that I too deserve a happy life, that I too deserve to be living in authenticity, right? Like you, you too deserve because that, that's, that, that part of you that is showing up. And I think you even had someone and other people around you notice a difference in you yes. recently. Didn't you say that? Right. Cause it's yeah. it like oozes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it oozes out of you like, and it becomes contagious. It does. It, it's just, um, and, and now I want to go do things that I haven't been doing for a long time mm -hmm. that, that are things that I love to do. So I'm like, you know, let's that, do it. That's coming back. Right. That's yeah. coming back. I say, okay, I don't know if you want to go dancing three nights this week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I'm, do it. You get to do it. Yeah. You know. So Julie, if, if there's, if you could think about a woman who's, who's like you, right. Who, if you think about yourself, when you started DG, where you were, your thoughts and that feeling, cause you could go back to it. Now it feels like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I felt that way because you've, again, you've come so far Right. is what would you say to her? Um, what advice or what guidance or what mentorship would you give to her just to, if she's kind of scrolling, it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning, she can't sleep. Her brain is moving. Mm -hmm. she's got the same blueprint as you good job finances uh, that's all together family like it's all there it's just this personal side that quite hasn't moved the needle on what would you say to her you know it, I I think I would say that oh I hear you first I would say I hear you and I see you because sometimes yep. that's the hardest thing when yes no one no one saw me saw you know and I would also like I, I yeah. see your pain I see your pain but and Julia would right and, and I'm thinking too, it's not that, and again, I'm putting my, my experience, but tell me if you felt the same, right? Was it's not that I didn't want to share with someone. I was too embarrassed. Oh, I didn't absolutely. know. I, I didn't, I didn't have the right people to share with. Right. I didn't feel this information, this it's sensitive information to me. It's a vulnerable information. I didn't feel I had the right people around me that I could feel comfortable sharing that information. So I felt more and more isolated. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. And more and more alone. And I had, and again, I had to show up. I had to work. I was the breadwinner. I had to make sure things got done. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I felt like that. So I, I think, and I don't know other people, but I do think that probably a lot of people. If hundred, Yeah. I, I would say a good percentage of women who are watching this feel the same way. Right. Yep. And, and then you're like, well, you want me to go into this group of women and like, but, but I would, I would be the first to say, I was con concerned, like, I don't know if I can share with people, but then I thought, but this is, this is a safe place. This is like a safe place. And I, I don't know if that's a good word or not. I don't know, but it's just where, no, I think it's a great word. It you is. Will, you will realize that because I went into it thinking no one is in my situation. Who in their right mind was married 30 years and got divorced? I mean, you know what I mean? You hear that, right? When, when I tell people I was married 30 years, the, the response is like, oh my God, what could be so bad? That was so yeah, I, yeah. I, and it's like, but but you're not in my shoes. You know, you weren't, and there's so many other people. And so then you instantly block, well, I can't tell anyone about my story. So I would definitely tell someone, this group sees you, feels your pain, hears you, and is going to help you out of that hole. Yes. And you will want their help. That's the biggest thing. You you will want their help. And and one thing for me to tell someone too is, I mean, right in the reality of the world, people look and say, how can I spend this money on myself? Yeah. But this is, to be honest, and I'm an accountant and I hate spending money. So, but this is the best money I've ever spent. Mm hmm I mean, literally. And because... And you know why? Because again, going to it, it is, it's, 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 here's, I was thinking about something yesterday. I was talking to, and we joke about this in DG because this is what I do. Like I geek out on human psychology on a Friday night. Like it's just my fun thing to do. Cause it's, it really isn't 
we're not spending. We, we truly are investing because we, right. we're, we're getting an ROI. What I'd like to say is we're not going to the, the, you know, the casino and betting the ranch, right. Or betting the farm we're going because the ROI is we get our life back, right. Mm-hmm. The ROI is that all, when we are in line, everything flows. Right. But right. one of, one of the discussions that we were having is how much more expensive it is to live in suffering, oh. how much more expensive it is to go to your grave, never living out your soul's calling, your soul's mission, and to live buried right? versus planted. I mean, it's- so- That to me is so much more expensive, right? Right. Oh, it is. And and you may say expensive and- Yep. And it's, it's emotionally expensive. It's personally expensive. It's just, it's just crazy because you're depriving yourself of so, so much joy. Yes. And this is, so this, Julie, well, I love, that's why I love these conversations, right? Is this brings up the concept of abandonment. So as chronic people pleasers or people where we like to see other people happy, what we do is we put other people's happiness in place of our own. We abandon ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we're looking outside of ourselves. And so this is where we will easily spend or invest in other people, right? Family, friends, if even people from work, even people that we're not necessarily even blood related to. Someone needs something, you'll write them a check and be like, I got this for you or whatever, it is, however you can help, whether that's money, finances, time, energy, whatever it is. Yep. And yet when it comes to ourself and we get the opportunity to do the work, what, what happens so many pieces of the time is our brain will be like, I'm, I can't do it, right? I'm not, it's, it's too much. And it's, it's actually too much if you don't do the work. Right. Because right. That, that to me, and now you know this now, right? Because you don't know until you know, but you know that getting your, what I would just, what I would just call like your soul back, right? And, and mm-hmm. is priceless. Like to see you just, and again, doesn't mean your days are always perfect, but now you have more good days than bad days. That's what I like to say, right? Is, is, is we go from having bad, more bad days than good. Now we have more good than bad, but to wake up with hope, to wake up with vigor, to wake up with love, because not only are you going to experience the riches and the glory of your investment in yourself and everything that you've done, but now we're the arm of universe and source and and we're going to be able to hear our calling right and and just i mean all of that and to realize that that like i deserve this so like a lot of people like when i first started i think in my head too i was like why don't i don't deserve this i don't deserve to do i don't deserve to do this i don't deserve to feel good i don't deserve i mean i've lived a lot long life of self-worth issues Mm -hmm. so i don't you know I don't deserve this. And so then I also would listen to society, right? And and yep. try to do all these things that maybe I didn't want to do, but God, I got to do this because my friend wants to do it or or so whatever, yep. you know? Yep. I'm seeing that, you know what? I deserve this. I get to choose this stuff. And now I'm kind of starting to like apply it to, to people I see in my lives. Like a, a couple people in my family, I just am like, no. Look at try to look at things differently, you know, to try to help them yep. because yes. they deserve it. But they are living; they've been yes. a lot of the same. Yes, I lived in. Yes, and it's also it's also giving us the opportunity, and we raise the bar in our life to say for the people who no longer serve us, right, who are no longer in our journey with us, that we don't we don't deserve to be around people who abuse us, who don't treat us properly, who don't value us, who don't treasure us, who don't offer, you know, reciprocity into the relationship. In the past, we may have just been like, okay, well, you know, I have to, I feel so bad, or I'm just going to, you know, no, no. Now we send them off with love because we're, we're worth more. Now we raise the bar of, of what we deserve and in, in, in the universe and other people will respond in kind. When we treat ourselves with dignity, when we tr- treat ourselves with respect, with self-worth and confidence, and we stand for ourselves, 
the universe responds, right? Because this, this, this may, may or may not, um, I hope it doesn't come out sounding too bitchy, but it's really not, but <laughs> no one's coming to save you. No oh, one's going to come to make sure that your emotional home is in check, right. that, that you're going to be living life happy, that you're, you know, uh, no one's going to do that work for you. You will spend a lifetime investing and abandoning your soul to make other people happy and then be mad at yourself. And maybe it's, it's presenting in other ways, like Julie was saying, maybe it's anger, maybe a frustration, but the truth of the matter is, and here's what no one is telling you, you're not angry at anybody else, but yourself. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That it's not about anybody. Else. It's about because you haven't chosen yourself. Yeah. That's so interesting, but it's so true when you, when you it's so true. And it doesn't mean again, there's no blame, shame, or criticism. It just is the truth is that it is, it is, it's a scam that we have going on in our mind. And until someone says, wait a minute, that's a scam. Let's yeah. forget that. And here's the truth is now we could get on the right path. Right. And like you said, here at DG, this is not about, hi, I'm Donna, I'm divorced. <laughs> right. This is about the highest level executive coaching you could get. Right. Right. I've yeah. been in the corporate field many years. I started as accountant. I trained CEOs, CFOs. I mean, I have this is this is what I do inherently. And so we mean business here. Yeah. It's not, you know, let me just come and complain. This is this is we are coming because we're ready, right. you know, and yep. And, and um, as I say, like people also look or think, well, you know, I've done therapy, I've done this and I did therapy too. Therapy took me so far and yep. it took me to the point of like, I, okay, now I, I look back at all my issues or things that happened in the past and I know what happened in the past and, and, but now I'm still there. I'm still, that's, that's the classic, that's classic. I love it. It's like, okay, I've got it. I understand, like, I know where my past, I understand that. And I'm still here. Like it doesn't, therapy is going to, there's going to come a point where you grow out of therapy. Again, yeah. therapy is a good tool, but there will come a point that if, if it just doesn't serve. And I, and I have found this in my work as, as a licensed clinical therapist, right? I've closed my practice since then, but I have found that in this particular area, women affected by divorce, right? Whether you're divorced or separated or your choice, no, it just, it's again, it's a completely different animal that we're looking at this area, completely different. And the, and the traditional tools that everybody's going to tell you to, that to work do not work the way that we want. Cause my, my idea about life isn't about struggling along and taking the, you know, like years and taking the 40 year around the mountain. <laughs> Let's, oh. we don't need to do that anymore. Right. Yeah. And we have so much science. We have so much data. We have so much systems in place that show us that this work with our heart healing, it's, it's no longer about the one-to-one. It has to be about the community now, about the tribe, about the hive, because it's shared energy. It's right. shared frequency. And that's what the data and the science and the brain is showing us, right? I know this may sound strange, but if you've ever been around, like when in college days or when you're around other women, even when we're working in the office, many times women's cycles, menstrual cycles will Oh, I know. Yeah. We'll all be at the same time, right? Because yeah. you sort of all go, it's the weirdest thing, right? Did you like every because everybody would sort of be in flow? This, like divorcing gracefully and beyond the community, it's like our brain frequencies are in flow with each other, yeah. right? And it's it's when one sister is is receiving miracles and transformation, she's feeding that energy into the hive. Yeah. I and then, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? And someone who's having a bad day, all of a sudden will have this great thing happen to her or this great thing and have no idea why it happened or under, and, and we realize it's because it's the hive, Right. Yeah. And you, you, you know this, Julie, like when we're on the call, one, one sister will say this and the other one was, and it's all the same. Yeah. It's just, everybody's like, it's, it's so like, this is, these are the, the people, the people are the kind of people that you want to surround yourself with because yes. um, you, the energy, like I come off these calls on a high, I, I'm like the other day I was done with when I was talking to someone, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like, ah, cause I'm like, <laughs> still on my call high and I'm. You do. You have a call high. You're off of it because you're like, you get the, you know, you get the energy. And every week we're like, and we have two calls a week, right? And each one of those calls, we're like, okay, I don't know how the next one's going to get better. 
And it always does. Like there's always, there's always learning and there's always something there. So Julie, thank you so much for this conversation because I think that you really hit on so many points and to see where you were just six weeks ago, right? I feel, and that's what's so lovely about where you are and your connection and our connection and our sort of divine soul connection is that we really have been family for years. It just took us a little while to find each other and we did, but now it's like that, that click, right? It's like, you're there. And to see where you were six weeks ago, to see where you are now. And I want everybody to, who's, who's listening to this and don't take my word for it. Take Julie's word for it, right? It's possible. It is a hundred percent possible. You do not need to spend a million years. But I will say, like Julie said, you are going to say, I'm not worth it. I can't invest myself. I'm going to take the easy way out. I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to just pay my co-payment. Great. You could still do that, but that's, you're still going to be like Julie said there. (laughs) You know, all I can say is take the step. It's been amazing. And Julie, Jackie was saying, thank you for sharing, Julie. I love you, girl. <laughs> thank you, Jackie. Love you, too. It's, it's, it's been, you, you, if, you, if you get a chance, anyone, do it. This, this whole program, Donna, Jackie, Katie, everybody, it's just been. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate that because you do, you do, you do. And the reason why I have you invest in this way at DG is we, we've got to break the pattern of crumbs of mediocrity. I'm not enough. You know, when we invest in programs at a hundred dollars, even a couple of thousand, right. Like a thousand or something like that. um, We may not do the work because it's not at the level you know, when you just may not. And again, it doesn't make us wrong or right, bad or good. It just, it's just, it's just human psychology. And so we've got to break the pattern of mediocrity. We've got to break the pattern of I'm not enough. And we get to do this. Like you said earlier, we get to do this. So if anybody who's listening to this is ready to draw the line in the sand, is ready to be part of this wonderful Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond community. I'm going to put a link in the comments below where you could go ahead and book a breakthrough call with me. And you and I are going to get on the phone and we have an honest conversation, truly. Like there is, you can't see my desk, well maybe you can right now, but I honestly start with a blank sheet of paper. I have a notebook, it's a blank sheet. I'm not attached to you coming into the program. I'm attached to what's best for you and what's your journey, which may be DG or may not, I don't know. We won't know until we chat. But if that's you and you're serious and you're committed and and you're just ready, then book a call with me. And other than that, I'll see you guys on the other side. Julie, is there anything you'd like to say before we sign off from today's conversation? Just um, thank you so much. And again, anybody, yes. you are so worth it. So, so, so do this for yourself if you can. Yes. Do this. Yes. Thank you. Love thank you, girl. You. See you later. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you.